Hello and welcome to the Shoulder to Shoulder podcast. This is Christian with my co-host Chris. How's it going everybody? And we have a special guest today, uh, LAFC Central, at LAFC Central across all social media, Blake and his father, Paul. They're both in studio with us today and uh, this is going to be a great episode. Thanks very much for coming guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So uh, is this your first time uh, on a podcast? Yes, it is. Yours too, Paul? Uh, no, I've been on. I've been on recording a few times, but oh, not, okay. not nothing like this. Yeah, so it's this is great. You know, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And so uh, today we're uh, gonna touch base. Yesterday was uh, Saturday, and LAFC had their last preseason match for the 2019 season, and we played Vancouver, and we won one zero. And there was the jersey release for our away jersey, our secondary kit. And there was a whole event from 12 to 4 leading up to the preseason match. So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to get into the interview with uh, LAFC Central. No, no, perfect. So I know that you were there early, both of you, Paul and Blake. What were your reactions of the event pregame? In what ways did you interact with with the things that were going on at the stadium? Uh, So last year when they had their kit release, I wasn't able to make it, but I saw the video, and it looked amazing where where they selected the location top roof this time they put it right in front of the stadium they built a futsal court they had just a little thing with rich and latif was there and they asked around what this jersey meant to everyone and they released jersey they had limited edition scarves and goalie kit and you get your jersey customized you you could get pins and everything like if you're at this event it's exclusive a bunch of exclusive things that you won't be able to get again until yeah there's there right. some limited release things did you you know, get any of those things for yourself? Um, I picked up the goalie kit. Oh, very yeah, nice. Yeah, and <laughs> there was a lot of people, yeah. you know, that were asking for goalie jerseys, yeah. and it was good. They gave, There was a short-sleeve yellow Tyler Miller, or jer- goalie jersey, and there were people that were getting uh, Tyler's name and everything on the back. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was about 3.30. It was, they announced that they were gone. Oh, is that yeah. 3.30? Yeah. No, yeah, and, and uh, they long. opened at 12? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was gone in three and a half hours. Look at that. Yeah. So, yeah, if you uh, didn't get one, you might find one on eBay this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, how, do, how did you feel? I know that, you know, we're briefly talking about um, you, the, your, you playing soccer and your position. Why don't you talk a little bit about that and what it means for LAFC to release a goalkeeper jersey? Well, um, I actually play goalkeeper, for those who don't know, on my all-star team playing ASO. And I had met Tyler before. Last year, he actually gave me his jersey for... My birthday, and I'd been wondering, like, when's a goalie kit going to come out I don't like, for something that can wear in goal? Like, I got the jersey signed. It was an adult large. I'm like, I can't wear this. This right. is What huge. color did he give you? The red one? Uh, no, the green one. The, the like the light. forest green with the light yeah. green on the front? Yeah, that right. one's cool, yeah. too. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I didn't, did you see that when we did the Tyler Miller interview that he came yeah. In, yeah, he he gave me one of his uh, yellow long sleeve jerseys, and then I had a red one from last year. Yeah. So I'm a big Tyler Miller fan, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, but, have you worn it in game yet, or are, did no, you, you just get got one it no, yesterday? No, did you get one? And the intention is to wear it in, in matches coming up. Or yeah. is it too nice that you don't know if I you don't want know. to? You don't know yet. Okay, well, it is short sleeve, so maybe yeah. yeah that, that wear an undershirt and have it on. I don't know. Right, there yeah. you go. Cool. So, did you get? I know they had a scarf. I bought one of those because they had like the jersey on it. Um, they had a, a sweater. I kind of came out uh, thinking that I wasn't gonna get anything. Yesterday, and I came out with a few hundred dollars spent because what? of the jersey. And like to to what you mentioned, some of the stuff was exclusive. And yeah. if you bought a jersey yesterday, they actually were offering to have it embroidered. 
Um, yeah. Oh, there it is right there. He's pulling it out right now. Yeah, you could get uh, shoulder to shoulder, which of course Christian and I got on our our uh, our kits yesterday. But you could also get Heart of Los Angeles, or you could get Street by Street. So what did you get on yours? I got Street by Street in the bottom. Uh, and right you can corner. get it. Did you get it in black or gold? I uh, got it in black. There nice. you go. Yeah, very it looks cool. nice. Looks really nice. So what, did you uh, did you get a jersey too, Paul? I did not get a jersey, although I did pick up these nice uh, three quarter three quarter pants. There you go. Very um, cool. But we picked up another jersey for for his sister, and um, yeah, no, everybody we begin same thing. I don't I don't think we planned to spend as much as we spent yesterday. Yeah. That's how they get you, though. Yeah. That's how free, they free, get you. Free season, free season <laughs> tickets, and uh, and you end up spending a lot when you're at the stadium. Absolutely. But it's all it's all good. Awesome. And it all looks good. Yeah, it was a fun event, and uh, you know, and then it leads into the match. I unfortunately had to go home and. Uh, yeah. Help take care of my sons, but uh, you were there, and you uh, P- Christian was there, yeah. and, and Paul and Blake were there. What did you guys think of the one-zero win over Vancouver? It was nice to win our final preseason match. Yeah, it's nice to head into the season on a good note. Yeah, initial reactions to the game. How do you think the team played? Um, did you think that the style that Bob Bradley put into the match, knowing that the opposing coach was a former coach in his staff, do you think that he thought? Um, that, did, did he overthink? The too much possession because I know that it was a little stagnated yeah. in in terms of they kept the ball up but yeah. maybe didn't attack or yeah, we were do that f- threatening at times. We do have some stuff to work on. You think so? Yeah. yeah. So what, what what do you think from what you saw would be improvements in terms of players or maybe tactics? Well, first we need to figure out our lineup. I know the season's only a week away. Mm-hmm. From what what I'm really the one thing that I think we still need to work on is our midfield situation. Who's going to start in the midfield? I agree with that. Yeah. We have. Currently, four that I think are potential starters. There's Eduardo Tuesta, mm-hmm. Mark Anthony Kay, uh, Andre Horta, and Lee Wynn. Just got to figure that out. What's, su- all- what's surprising to me, to your point, is that Horta didn't even dress yesterday, yeah. right? And you would have thought, having been here for so long, yeah. he would at least have broken into the starting lineup by the yeah. preseason this year, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of money being spent by the club. Yeah, for him to be here and he's that was surprising. That when, yeah. like I, I usually sit uh, right next to the locker room because I collect signatures, and I, like I got there and Horta's walking out in his street regular gear. street clothes, yeah. and I was like, "Is he playing today?" Yeah, that's and everyone around was like, "Is Horta playing? Why isn't he dressed?" Right. Like I don't know. And no, yeah, there's nothing been out there in terms of fitness level or injury. Yeah. So well, it could also be the fact that they knew that. Horto was going to be on the roster, and they just made an opportunity for other players that are still yeah. trialists to be on the actual yeah, uh, first team roster. That's an optimistic way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I'm really hoping that Andre Horta is a big player in this season. So yeah. I guess that's my optimism coming. No, out for sure, and, I agree with you. Right. I'm just like I would have uh, felt more comfortable if he at least played one half. You know, I mean, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, but he did play. He played in the was it the three or four previous matches he too. Did. So You're yeah, right. You're right. and and he and I felt like in those previous matches too, he had a big presence. Yeah. So, um, it, like I said, I, I don't see any reason yeah. why he wouldn't have played yesterday, and mm-hmm. unless it was to just give other people an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, I'm on that side as well. I I think he's been he's been playing a lot, and I think uh, Bob's been bringing him along slowly because of his age and working him into Bob's system. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think Bob's got big plans for him. Yeah, so, absolutely. so you know, it's kind of interesting to be there yesterday, and you're like asking around, "Have you heard anything? Is there yeah, yeah, is yeah. there an injury? Is yeah. there is there some explanation?" And maybe it's it's as simple as that. Maybe there's some personal thing going on that kind of had him preoccupied and took him out of you know whatever it was. Right, of course, but I, I wouldn't jump to any conclusions until we see. But even even when he's healthy, I think you've got an interesting uh, dynamic there between those four guys, really kind of battling for the three guy, the three spots. 
Um, you got the new issue, obviously, with with uh, Carlos going down early yeah. in the game and, yeah. and no news yet about his situation. Right. No, so uh, we were going to bring that up, and I'm glad you did because when I first saw it, I didn't, it didn't look like a malicious tackle yeah. at all. Um, and it didn't look like it would have brought up an injury where he would have been taken off. I hope he maybe just felt a little uncomfortable or landed a little awkwardly and he just was sore or didn't want to risk it. All, all that I've um, heard is that he heard, he took a hit to the knee and he walked off the field on his own power and they were just going to see how he felt today. So. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, Bob Riley said that after yeah. the match. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking looking forward to seeing what they say. Hopefully, yeah, it's nothing nothing bad. Um, it's just a little knock and, you know, some ice for like a week yeah. can take it down with, the, um, with that. So... Uh, I say the one one other thing I'd add. I mean, the big t- yeah. the big takeaway that I took from the game, though, and the thing that I really liked and that that I think has me really optimistic, was was watching uh, Walker and Eddie play in yeah. the back together, and I, they they really seem to be Instinct. reading each other mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And you know, with Bob's system having having the outside backs push up, and and they certainly do it aggressively. You you need that core to be strong, and and I think I mean Eddie looks like a like a big signing. And the yeah. way Eddie is working with with Walker kind of seems to even magnify it. So yeah, we, I'm really optimistic. And, and that about was so that. quick for them to you know start meshing because I know Walker was out with the U.S. men's national team, and yeah. I remember we went to the Visco Kobe game, and he didn't. He had a few passes that were errant, and I think uh, and we spoke in our first first podcast. I'm like, I really like his composure, um, and he understands movement and reads passes. But sometimes I think with the new midfield, even with Atuesta, he wasn't reading with how they were checking in or running away, and then he would give you know some bad passes. And that's kind of been erased. And yesterday, I agree with you. Um, they would initiate the offense when they had the ball, and then when there was crucial tackles to cut off the angles, the slide tackle, or to take the ball and play with Miller or with each other, you know, they looked very comfortable. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good point. I, I thought, I, I also mentioned that I thought Ramirez was probably going to be the starter just because of his fitness level and his sharpness right now in comparison to Dio, because I always think Dio... Um, is a little you say lazy. Injury prone too. Right? He's injury prone. He doesn't always look fit or giving you the most effort, but he is probably the most efficient yeah. goal scorer we have. It's kind it's of almost uh, like he picks and chooses when yeah. to when to turn it on yeah. and when to kind of dial it back. Yeah, and Ramirez is more of a workhorse because he he did track back a few times to win balls back and yeah. created some disruption in midfield to help that out and create some channels on the sides uh, for Vela and for Rossi. So uh, we'll see we'll see how that all pans out in terms of. Who ends up starting? But I think that was interest Ramirez, Segura, and then Kay in the midfield. Uh, getting back and getting you know more than this 45, 60 minutes. I thought that was a good thing. So. Um, but no, it's good. It's exciting. And, you know, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how things play out uh, next Sunday on the 3rd. LAFC yeah. has their first home opener, first game of the season at the bank. And that'll be March 3rd at uh, 5.30. Yeah. No. So let's get into this interview now. You know, we brought in LAFC Central, Blake, and okay. we appreciate you coming in. And so let's 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 let our listeners get to know you, you know, because it's a, it is a very interesting story on how this all came to be. So how mm-hmm. long how long have you been d- providing content for LAFC? Well, I first created I got my personal Instagram back in September 2017. And I'd been bugging my mom. I want to get a public Instagram about LAFC. I want to like learn more about the club, like teach people about the club. Finally, December 28th, 2017, I created the account and my first post. And uh, back then, I don't really know, understand how people follow me. My content wasn't the best. Like, my cropping wasn't that good. All my stuff was, like, blurry or it wasn't the best or a bunch of white spots. And then, like, like I look at, like, the difference from today 
to back then. Mm-hmm. And just like how I've improved with uh, AFC content. You, you, it's very true because yeah. you know, we just started. I didn't have social media before we started yeah. this podcast. And Christian didn't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, you know, and especially for this was kind of like we grew up with technology. Yeah. I'm on a huge learning curve and I look at some of the stuff that you do and I'm like, I mean, I, how do you do that? How do you use Instagram yeah. and utilize it the way That's you do it? When, when there are new LAFC fan pages, I love watching their first one. Like, I used to be like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, you admire the progression. Yes. Oh, not admire, but you, you can see the yeah. progression. Like, oh, I, I know and how I that feels. A, a few yeah. months later, I'm like, Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and so Paul, you know, when he came to the with the idea that he wanted to start a public page, what what was your what was your uh opinion of it? What did you think? I, you know, I think um I think uh speaking with his mother about it, we we are you know, nervous about it. You got a kid being involved in the public media, there's a lot of things that you don't control. Right. Um but he's he's pretty responsible, he's pretty mm. mature and it's been kind of interesting to kind of see how he's how he's grown so yeah. you know cautious yeah, of about it because because of where his what his age is and because you don't know who he's interacting with and, and the amount of access that he would have to right there's a lot yeah. of responsibility with it you know and, and yeah you know you almost have to pre- carry yourself a, a certain way that that may be beyond your years but it seems like you're doing a great job with it so that's thank you how did you come up with the name lafc central i was really interested and seeing different things. Like, I didn't know that much about different leagues back then. So I was looking through other fan pages, like some of the MLS fan pages. Mm-hmm. And also some of the LAFC fan pages. And there wasn't really a center for LAFC stuff. Right. So it was just LAFC So you Central. envisioned you what your output was going to be kind of like the hub. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted you, you, people to come to you because you were going to have more of this centralized Just a collection, yeah, yeah, collection, and I like that. I know that's you know, back in 2017, how old were you? Eleven. Eleven. That is yeah. that. Like your dad said earlier, that that is a mature way to think of things. That's beyond your years. At at eleven, I don't remember thinking that way at all. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, to even think like, <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, I'm gonna start a, a fan page or a blog or anything that provides content for a professional organization. That's. I mean. I, I wouldn't have even thought about doing that because it's like, you know, I'm, I would have been so wrapped up in my own little world. Yeah. You know, that, that's, I, that, that you found an opportunity and you jumped on it. That's amazing. Yeah. No, thinking yourself of yourself as a hub at 11, you know, speaks volumes to where your mind is at, at that point, which is, you know, incredible. So, so, you know, you obviously go to school, you play soccer on a traveling all-star team, uh, and you're now one of the heavier influencers for the LAFC organization. So how do you balance all this time? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> what was your quote again? If you find something you like, it's not really work. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think, what it's been to me. It's just like, this is like now me, like mm-hmm. what I do. And I'll just get on it and I'll find what to do. And like sometimes while I'm in the car driving to school, like be looking through like if I don't have anything, post like a nice picture of downtown LA or a nice picture of the stadium or something that I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. And it's just like fun, right? Which is what work should be, right? No, yeah. absolutely. And and did uh, did you get any advice from maybe your parents on how to prioritize, you know, your responsibilities or how to manage make time? time? Right, yeah. exactly. Just to manage it in general. Not sure. I think, it's, I think it's more. I think it's maybe more monitoring. Although he he does a pre, he does a pretty good job, um, but uh, you know, again, I think a lot of it is kind of just natural. He it's what he's interested in, and I think it's true. If you're doing things that you're interested in, 
it's, it's just yeah. it's just fun. Right. Yeah. And that's the same thing like this. You know, we, we obviously don't get paid for any of this. Yeah. So it's um, you know, we can totally understand where this yeah. is a more of a passion. Yeah. And that's what fuels us to continue to do this and to put out money to I mean, all of this, we had to buy the equipment, we had to buy the merchandise, and none of that. We haven't gotten a return on any of this. It's just the mm-hmm. satisfaction of your final product. Well, definitely. It makes us feel good to be able to have an outlet for the things that we would be doing anyway. Right. So I can understand, like, what you're what you're saying. Like, you know, once I got into this, what I'm putting in is, I'm what I'm getting out of it is my enjoyment, you know. And there's now there's things that are falling into place because of it, because of how good you've, you've become at it. Um, which is super interesting. But I think the te- the test is is though that you gotta you've gotta keep your priorities and and remember when you've got other things. And yeah. then that's yeah. when you've actually got to pull back and not do the stuff that you want to be doing, which might be following a, a you know a football club. Right. And do your homework. Take yeah. get ready for your tests. Yeah. Do the work that you need to do. Whatever exactly. it is where you are in life to, to and listen to your dad because you know we still have day jobs. And, <laughs> right. And, and families. Yeah, and families. So we manage all that time, and I'm you're gonna. Probably a pro by the time you're our age because you're doing it so young. Right. Um, but talk about that. Like, how how do you balance homework, your like your actual social life beyond uh, LAFC Central? Um, how how does that how does that all work for you? Like, how how do you how do you keep a balance? Do you keep a list? Do you keep a some sort of calendar? Do you schedule that out? Well, we're working on getting a planner together. Okay. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, okay. I mean, you almost have to now. I yeah. Mean, and as you get older, your life is just going to get busier and busier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it is. Yeah, if you can yeah. get into the routine and, and, and start being able to plan things out a week or two weeks in advance, you yeah. know, I'm sure that that's going to make it a lot easier for you to fit in the time to do the things you want to do with the things yeah. you have to do. Um, So at what point did you start getting followers that were— Mem- like significant people on the team, you know, you have I think it was like six or seven players on the team that follow you. I remember when when I first met you it was at the stadium tour yeah. where the, we went into the locker room and Mark Anthony K was like, "Oh, I follow you on social media." Yeah, which you know, I mean, was what, crazy to both of us. Right, so we were, we're like, just, "How does that happen?" Right. Yeah. I, I mean, so what was it like? How soon did you start getting followers like that? Well, one, my first player follower is actually uh, Laurent Simon. Oh. Which um, if he call, he follows a bunch of the fan pages, which I really like. I like players who put like put us on the radar, right? To see like, oh, here's a bunch of LAFC stuff happening. And a cool thing about Laurent Simon is he still follows me. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I saw Even that after too. he left the club, he yeah. still follows a bunch of LAFC things. Um, and then I went to a, a merch truck a week before the a few days before the Trafico one, mm-hmm. and. I actually met Max Bredos, the announcer. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm pretty good friends with him. And once you meet someone, they just introduce you to everyone else. So I started meeting a bunch of people at the club. And then I met some players and then just keeps growing. Yeah. Shout out to Max Bredos, by the way. Yeah. yeah. He's, I've, I've met him before. Yeah. So last year, short story here, side note. Uh, <laughs> there was a LAC Black and Gold last year. Um, and there was a Twitter contest on there. I had a Twitter. That's the only social media I had before. <laughs> and I actually made it public and re- responded was the first one so we won two tickets and then we happened to end up at the sunset club met him and bought him a beer he was the nicest guy spent you know yeah. like five ten minutes you know just catching up and yeah. introduced me to people so he's one of the nicest guys and he does introduce you so you know big ups to him and i know that that you know getting that op- um, door open for you must have been great in terms of 
um, establishing relationships with other um, LAFC like um, executives and yeah. people that are important at the club. Yeah, when I, like uh, when I fir- first met Max, we like we talked with each other for like thirty minutes or something, mm-hmm. and it's just a really nice guy. And he's super interesting. He yeah. has so many like connections, and connections, and cool stories, interests, yeah. cool stories. Yeah, no. So yeah, so so to this day, you're still kind of going back and forth to them. And then, yeah. when's the last time you talked to him? Yesterday, probably. Oh, really? I saw him yesterday at the event, too, and I beelined it over to him to introduce myself. And then I got caught up talking to somebody on the way right to walking to him. And then by the time I was done talking uh, to the person who came up to uh, ask about our scarves, he was gone. Oh, <laughs> maybe next game you can yeah. hang out with LFC Central and he can. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there yeah, you go. man. Now, now we have friends that can yeah, introduce there us. You go. Now, uh, now you're going to be our gateway to uh, getting some of the players on our fan page. Shout out to the person who stopped them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and so what about you know? We'll take an opportunity here to uh, shout out to your uh, your your sponsors. How did you guys get? We just got our first sponsor last week too. So what? How? Who is your sponsor? How did that happen? You know, and, you know, why don't you go ahead and give them a shout-out? Well, um, the first thing, I started working with SeatGeek. Uh-huh. Who supplies tickets. And, like, I saw a bunch of other fan pages doing it, and I wanted to start, like, working with other people. Like, not only being my own thing, but working with a bunch of people. So I contacted SeatGeek. They got me in touch with the right person. And I think it's, like, pretty easy to join there. So it's, like, they, they have, like, a whole thing set up where you can, like, see what happens and see who uses your code, and I really like it. Oh, cool. And then uh, I started working on the Volley Apparel, which I have on right now. Oh, there you go. Dude, that, that is a cool it's a hoodie. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a Wu-Tang. So like, let's describe it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, so we'll take a picture of it, too, yeah, when yeah. we put it on social media. Yeah. But he's wearing a black sweater with a green Wu-Tang symbol. And the green Wu-Tang symbol is also a uh, a picture of a, a soccer field. Yeah. That's super, super That's cool. That's actually yeah. really cool. Um, and so, okay. And so what's the name of this company? On the Volley Apparel. On the volley, okay, very cool. And and then, did you get any more after that? Any more? Well, sp- lately, I just worked with West Coast GK for Tyler Miller's new gloves. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, that's right. You did the YouTube uh, review of it. And- yeah, which just came out. Now I'm actually using them because I like them so much. And my dad won't buy me new gloves. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, what's the point of buying you stuff yeah. if you can get it for free? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel about the gloves? Uh- like them yeah it's, the finger save is good and yeah, all that the finger save is good it's light like other gloves i've had it's super heavy and then you try to punch the ball and it just hurts yeah it's super easy to punch the ball easy to catch easy to throw and the gloves are sticky well when you get them on that sticky once you spit on them which they're meant to be or like water whatever you right. use i don't know it depends on the person some people think it's disgusting to spit on your gloves <laughs> i don't know why i had nobody else's using them Who cares? <laughs> yeah right and then they're just super sticky and really fun to use Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and so, you know, shout out to our first sponsor, Relegation Rebels, at Relegation Rebels on Instagram. It's a uh, t-shirt brand. I don't know if you've seen them. They just started out. It's it's just a, like a guy named Steve who's uh, just starting off a t-shirt company. So uh, using our code at, um, using our code LAFCS2S gets you 15% off of your purchases. Um, what's your favorite part about being LFC Central? Being able to meet so many people. Like I said before, I like I've met Max. I've met a bunch of people that work for the club. And even people, like, when I'm at the games, people come, hey, aren't you LAFC Central? And I get talking with them. Uh-huh. And it's just really fun to, like, see, like, these people follow me. These people have seen what I've done. Right. It's really nice to have them come say hi and go say hi to them. And You have the media credentials, right, to be able to get, like, certain pictures or, or things like that? Well, actually, um, for the Atlanta preseason game was the first time that I got access to— mm-hmm. 
like the press box, uh-huh. and I got to go. Like it was a closed game, but right. I mm. sent some emails and got to get up there, Very and watch cool. the game from there. So and what then, was that like? That experience was, being able to be in the press box with the rest of the media and journalists. It was really fun. You got to meet a bunch of people. Bunch of cool people who like have been doing media for a very long time. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, and just get like this like a completely different perspective. I love how they put the press box on the corner. You have a view of downtown and the state and the yeah. stadium, and it's just really nice. Did you go in there with him, Paul? Yeah, I was there that day. Too. And what did yeah. you think? Um, I mean, I agree. They kind of gave the best seats in the house to the press, which is, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was I was kind of I was pleased with him too because again, it's it's this this kind of notion of he's getting opportunities that. Not everybody gets right, and and when you get them, you kind of need to you, you need to seize them. And so, you know, learning to have the confidence just to you know introduce yourself, tell people who you are, and it's you know the reality is, and it's I think a big part of the club. But I mean, it's you know it's it's a safe environment. Yeah, you're there. You're part of LAF Central. In this case, you're part of the press. You know, everybody's going to help you. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's looking to I think put anybody down. I think no, it's been no. part of how. The club has kind of built from the beginning, and where we are at such a it's such a young you know stage that that's so nice about it. Right. Yeah. We always talk about the culture and how yeah. that was the biggest influencer in getting people to be on board with this club. Yeah. Everyone's in it to make the team and the uh, environment environment progress. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's awesome that you 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 um, at this age are getting the confidence to interact with adults and those that are established. Um, but with with you knowing that you're putting out content that they see and understand and yeah. respect because I, I can guarantee you some of these guys in that press box cannot do what you do. Um, so you, you guys are covering a spectrum of output for everyone to consume that is LAFC fan, which is great. Now, is this potentially something you would like to do as a career maybe down the line? Have you even um, considered it? I've considered it i love working with media uh-huh. i've ri- i've written a few articles for my local paper it's culver city observer oh okay nice. very cool check them out um and i just love writing articles love going to events and getting interviews uh-huh. so maybe working in media one day or working for lafc yeah or what i want to do is like have my own talk show oh there you so go maybe who knows you might be the next uh, max Ratos. yeah exactly yeah say, why you not might, you why might not? end up being the next he said he'd uh, give me voice. his jobs yeah there you go well, you're, mean, you're welcome here anytime to, <laughs> yeah to you know listen to your voice you know if you want to have a talk show and over maybe in the future we can inc- incorporate some video hey yeah, yeah. get a live yeah. get a live uh broadcast going on maybe <laughs> once every uh three or four episodes you yeah. know just to, to yeah. keep it fresh no but that's i mean that's that's the honest truth is that you're Introducing yourself to very many op- to a lot of opportunities to be involved with this club at an early age and at an early time in in the infancy of this club and you know you never know I mean at some point once you are able to start getting into the working working force you might have an opportunity with the club for the rest of your life and that you know if you feel the way about the club the same way that Christian and I do that would probably be a dream come true yeah so you know. Are, are you in eighth grade, or are you already going into ninth grade? Seventh grade. Se- oh, you're in seventh grade. Wow, well, that's c- I incredible. I knew he was twelve, and yeah. I it's st- I was like, that's what everyone thinks. I'm like five foot. Yeah, you're five, a tall guy, so and born, you're very mature. So born June two thousand six, and everyone's like, wow. Wait, you're I was born just like, kids not even in high school. This wow, is, that's man, inc- incredible. So, Yo, what do your friends at school of, think of yeah. everything that you're doing? You know. Your peers, what do they all say about, you know, especially you have friends on the soccer team. You get so much more exposure than they would ever hope to get, I'm sure. Yeah. So, I mean, what do they think about this? Well, there's some friends in my school that are Galaxy fans. It's fun to, like, challenge them oh. about that. <laughs> and then uh, some of them just 
European fans who are just right. Uh, why do you like the MLS? Yeah. And like, well, there are a bunch of this stuff in the MLS that you don't get there, and we just get to argue about that, and it's a really nice experience. To, like, know a bunch about stuff that a bunch of them wouldn't know, and I have some friends like my friend Rai. Hey, Rai, if you're listening, hi, how are you? Um, I brought him to a game in the thirty-two fifty-two, and he got season. Now he got season tickets. He's a huge LAFC fan now. Oh, great! Like once, like I've brought, I've actually brought a few of my friends to the games. And once you bring their, yeah, once you go to one game, I think you're. Once you go to one game, everyone's. And that's a thing, right? Like you, like we've we've been saying, you bring someone in, and they see the environment, they see the the north end, they see you know just everything about this stadium, and it just it makes people that yeah, that's one of the most common things I've heard is um. I've never liked soccer before this. I came to one game, and yes, I'm a huge exactly. soccer fan. Exactly. Okay, so now, I mean, you mentioned, so you live in Culver City, and there's, that's not too far from Carson. So why, I mean, why LAFC? Why, I mean, we are, we're getting in the habit now of asking this question to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, you know, there was two clubs that represented Los Angeles, and, you know, were you a fan of either of those clubs when they were here? Or were you never a fan of the MLS until LAFC? Like, um, you know, and w- what makes you a fan now? LAFC's family to me. That's, like, what I was saying when you come to the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's just you're invited. Right. And everyone welcomes you. And, like, even if it's your first game or it's your 20th or right. you've been to all the games, you come and everyone's like, hey, how are you? Welcome Very to the stadium. Very welcome experience, yeah. Did and you not feel that in some of the other experiences here some, in the yeah. teams? Yeah. I, I mean, and you can understand that too. You yeah. know, it's like somebody's yeah. already established and, you know, yeah. they have their following. It's and, like we have this right. set up. And that's what I like. LAFC's new. Right. So it's like fans get to make. We're now, we're still working to make the team. Right. right? Meanwhile, there's like, here's the team. Yeah. You're in or not. And, and Paul, you had mentioned before this interview started that you have, you know, you played soccer since you were a young man. And you played in college, and you were a fan of the NASL. You know, what about you? Were, did you watch and follow the MLS before LAFC? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, um, again, I was there, you know, back in the 70s and 80s when you had the, uh, the NASL playing. And it was, it was you know, a sad day in a lot of ways as a soccer fan to, to see us not have a league uh-huh. for as long as we did. And so it was, no, it was, it was important when it came back. And it was a, a really great thing that the league did to kind of make it came back, come back. Uh-huh. And, and it's kind of, you know, it's a very creative, you know, system that they put in place to do yeah. it. And they've been very uh, careful and mindful in terms of how they've expanded and grown to kind of yeah. allow it to be as successful as it was. So, no, I think I think it's, 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 it's really important for the kids. And whether, you know, I, I know that there's some, as Blake was saying, out there who, you know, maybe have their, you know, Euro snobbery or, or whatever. Um, but, but these guys are playing soccer, at the top level in the United States, which is better than the level of most of the people who are claiming the snobbery that right. they're claiming. And so right. it's great to have this here and for the kids to see yeah. it and for the people, the fans to see it and to kind of just see it grow. Right. So, and, so no, I've seen it. And you just never know when 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 you've got it here when something special is going to happen. Yeah, and I true. think, uh, you know, Blake's not, you know, mentioning the team in Carson, but but we went to a bunch of games down there, and uh-huh. he had a bunch of special things that happened, I think, that kind of, you know, encouraged his, you know, being a fan of soccer. I don't know. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. There are a lot of, like, my first ever Galaxy, my first ever, was it my, wasn't my first? It was your first Galaxy oh. game. Okay, it was my first Galaxy game. It was Galaxy Man City. It was like an oh, international wow. friendly. Oh, that's Very awesome. cool. We yeah. got front row behind the goal. I landed Donovan walks out. 
and put my hand out for a high five. He puts his cleat in my hand. Oh, that's cool. It's my first ever game awesome. I have landed on with cleat. That's very and cool. And that was one of like, the big things. We went to a couple of USA away games for qualifying 2014 World Cup for my birthday. We went to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And we were also in the snowstorm and against oh, Costa Rica. Oh, you were at that game? Really? That oh was fun. Oh my god, that's epic. My sister that's... got frostbite and they were oh listening god. to the game. <laughs> they were in the in the medical room, they were listening to the game on the radio. Wow. Wow. That That is literally an epic game. Yeah. <laughs> One of the like, most memorable games as a U.S. men's national team like fan yeah. that I can remember. And wow. that you, the fact that you were there, how many layers were you wearing? It was, it seemed, a lot. Yeah. I remember before I remember before the game we parked the car and me and my sister were in the car and my mom was just handing us like layer after layer, like put this on, then put this on, yeah. then put this on. It was like okay. You couldn't no, move. it's and it's not it's not hard during yeah. the game if you remember it. Because yeah. like, when we got back when we got back to the car, the amount of snow that yeah. was that was covering the windshield was it was just it was crazy, but it was it was a lot of fun. They were shoveling I mean, the snow during the game, if you remember it was, yeah. it was Oh it was no, really yeah, funny. they stopped the game and a, to see the lines. Like they had to yeah. like, they yeah. scoop that off. That's I think a they did they didn't, they didn't stop the game. And Costa, oh, Costa Rica was complaining because yeah. right, you're right. They just had guys <laughs> with like shovels during At the game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Costa Rica, yeah, they did what they appealed to have that game revoked that's right yeah. I remember that and it didn't happen yeah but and you know to go back to your point Paul about you know the the LAFC playing in the top flight in American uh, soccer you know and when Dortmund came and Vissel Kobe came I mean these are international teams and I mean Dortmund specifically they have um, they have some of the top players in the world yeah. and for the way LAFC played against them I feel like LAFC is uh they can uh, compete. A competitive team. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's not just domestically. You know, yeah. not to say that they would be able to beat every team in the world, but it's they would at least not be run over, walked over. Right. No, I agree. I mean, I think I think you see that. And that's been part of what's been cool. I mean, hiring yeah. hiring Bob was was was, oh, was, was great, genius. Yeah. Great. Um the people he's brought in have been have been, you know, super on the field and the system. And it's gonna be fun to see them in a second and in a second season yeah. being that much more you know, with the core that they have coming back, uh, ready to do what yeah. they do, and that that's a big part of it. But then there's also what what's going on in the stands, and I think when when these when these other teams are coming over, we're we're hearing both about that, you know, both how we played on the field and both about the experience, and yeah. it's it's really yeah. it's really cool. A and lot. go ahead, I want to add something about the MLS is that you don't know what to expect. Like their salary caps, each team is mm-hmm. equal. Sometimes, like like in France, PSG is one for the last couple years, right. and. But England. they also have the biggest salary, right? Yeah. So it's Spain. In yeah. England, it's like been like City. only three teams have won the last five years. Here, I don't. I think it's in a different team each time. Right. right. And I think and, that's one of the cool things about I think American sports that yeah. the salary cap allows for this um, balance. And then well, it's almost like a reset. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look at Toronto, right? Toronto had the run for the Supporters Shield, and then they had the run for the MLS Cup, and then now you look at Toronto, and they're like the middle of the pack. Yeah. So it it just it gives. Most teams an opportunity to to have their run, but at the same time too, I also feel like it's um, it limits. You know, it, there are opportunities that could be missed because the teams just don't like to get a player because the teams just don't have the salary cap room yeah. or yeah. they don't have the DP slots available. But, but the flip side is the front office has to be creative, right? And then as a fan, I think every year you feel like you have a chance because yeah. there's this system is is put right. into place. So Absolutely. that's a good point for you to bring up. So, um, which is different from Europe, so you could tell your yeah. your friends. Yeah, like, that's what yeah, I've been they, trying to say. I was yeah. like, 
<laughs> right. Yeah. They're saying, why, did, why does one have to be better than the other? Why can't we like them both? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, okay, so we're going we're gonna to be uh, finishing up this interview right here. So our final question to uh, both of you, favorite LAFC moment and your expectation for 2019? I can't have a single favorite moment. There's been so many amazing things that have happened. Uh-huh. So I'll pick a top four. Okay. Um, in no particular order, the away days at San Jose. Okay. That was my first ever away game. That was so much fun. The first goal at the Bank California Stadium and opening the stadium, that whole experience even before the game, March the match, and everyone was tailgating outside. Mm-hmm. Diego Rossi's first goal. Was watching that, it on oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah. watching yeah. on TV yeah, I was watching, San Jose was your first away game. yeah I was, I was watching fine. it on TV I was up upstairs in the court I just ran downstairs jumped on the couch and then ran back up and that was a beautiful setup too right yeah, like was, it gives a, I mean it, that was the was everybody's voice everyone was holding their breath waiting to see how we would perform and it I mean it was that was amazing he has but a yeah. song named after him now right yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. your your fourth one? um the fourth one might I don't know it's difficult it has to be the rain game. Oh, the oh, rain game was great. Rain delay. Right. I loved it. And, you know, Against during Houston? The, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was, that was Then to be able to go up and watch, you know, even though the Dodgers lost. But, I mean, to be mm-hmm. able to have—I mean, we're all L.A. fans. And no one left. No. And no one. They just—, just People either stood in the rain shelter. or— yeah, Right. And, and you know, you got to watch the Dodgers play. And it just—I felt like that was one of my favorite moments to be someone from Los Angeles in Los Angeles— Playoff baseball, a rain game in soccer. I was just it, that was a great experience for myself too. I have to agree. I you know it's hard to argue with your top four. I don't know which one I would choose <laughs> yeah. as my top moment. That's it's you know these are these are good moments. And, and what do you look for uh, in twenty nineteen? Um, improving from last year. Like we have pretty high expectations from what Atlanta did. Yeah, I'm not sure if we can meet them, but I look forward to seeing what Bob Bradley is going to do and what the entire staff's going to do and what the players are going to do to improve this year and get better this year. And what about you, Paul? Your, your favorite LAFC moments and uh, your expectation for 2019? Um, I, I think I think that was a pretty good list there in terms of the moments. I mean, I, I'll, I'd say this if I'm going to answer it, you know, because I've been involved uh, coaching soccer for a long time, even before Blake was born, and I'm working with a lot of kids. And, you know, I'm hoping to, you know, just instill a passion for the game as well as teach kids about the game. Mm-hmm. And and so kind of, I think, tied in to, you know, that, which has been kind of almost a lifelong, you know, mission, you know, outside of work. It's it's all just a, a passion on the side. Um, I think the top moment for me has just been to, you know, be there with, with my son and be there with my daughter and be there with my family and to see the fun that they are yeah, having. Yeah, creating the and memories. That, that's, you yeah. know, that's just a big part of it. I, mean, I think he's he's covered the moments in the game, but for me, the moment is just right. you know to see the, to see them you know beginning Enjoy. to love the game yeah. as much as I did. And and your expectations? Um, I I mean I think it's going to be a good season. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good season. I think they've got all the pieces of the puzzle, um, you know, ready to roll. And there's not any reason that we don't build on where we were last year. And if we build on where we were last year, that means we're going to go farther. So. Cross your fingers. There's obviously yeah. a bunch of other teams that are trying to do the same, but hopefully we're ready to roll too. So, so I saw this on Reddit. Actually, uh, this just popped in my head. Uh, they Vegas came out with their odds for who's going to win the MLS oh, Cup really? this year. Oh, uh, crazy! LAFC, crazy list. Oh yeah, LAFC uh, had ten to one odds. Okay, uh, but the team with the best odds to win was the LA Galaxy, and they had seven to two odds. Interesting. I could I, uh, I couldn't believe it. With you know? what they've done the preseason, like they have improved with right. their new coach and they've yeah. brought in a bunch of players. Yeah. I 
just don't see them win the MLS Cup in their first year with their new coach. Right. Well, and I, I, I just, yeah, I saw the, uh, just, uh, just the. I need to search up this list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it was on. Blake. I think it was on Reddit. I agree with Blake, though. I, I, I think they've improved, but I, I don't know what, what kind of run they'll make, and I hope that. I mean, to go from not making the playoffs two years in a row to all of a sudden hoisting the cup. They'll have a chance just because of the way the league is set up, but I don't think, I don't think they'll do better than LAFC. I don't think so yeah. either. And I'm, I, you know what, I, I can't. My, my biggest thing that I take away from this year in my expectation is that uh, I expect LAFC to get their first win against uh, the Galaxy. You know, last year with two ties and a loss, and I mean, all of those games yeah. we should have won, in my opinion, just because of the way we played yeah. and. Just we we just didn't close out. Even though we didn't win the experience in a bunch of them, how everyone like yeah yeah. Speaking of the uh, competition though between the Galaxy and LAFC, have you seen anything on social media about that uh, uh, the Golden Cup, which is a guy named Steve who lives out here. Uh, Steven, he's talking about trying to do like a Cascadia Cup type thing between San Jose, the Galaxy, and LAFC, where it's like a a winner takes all every year competition. Yeah, yeah, you should uh, you should check it out. It's yeah. it's, it's yeah, uh, the uh, the Golden Cup is what it's at, and I think Golden Cup or go, oh, no Golden State Cup is what it is. Yeah. the Golden uh-huh. State Cup, and then GoldenStateCup.com. dot com. Well, I, I saw something about that. And I was like, is this? I thought that was like a club tournament because I like that sounds right. exactly like yeah. an AYSO tournament. Yeah, yeah, club tournament. yeah. I was like, so, uh, you know, he, wait, he, I don't I don't know if it's really gonna uh, yeah, be able to. We're hoping get some traction because yeah. we're interested in that. Yeah, having, it would be being part of the culture with between the three teams in California. But because the season's so close, I don't know if it's. It'll it'll take some real people movers to uh, be able to get it uh, yeah. implemented before the first game because the first, uh, LFC plays San Jose at the end of March. Right. So we have until yeah. we've got like six weeks to get this ball rolling. Right. So 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 with that, I think um, why don't you go ahead for the people that don't follow you, just plug your social media. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at LAFC Central. That's LAFC Central. No two C's. C's. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two C's. C's. Yeah, LAFC <laughs> And um, I also started a blog. I write lafccentral.com. It's two C's as well. Don't forget the two C's thing. <laughs> and everything else will be on my blog. So Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank you guys for taking your time out today to come out. And, you know, we'll definitely be in touch. And we'll see you at uh, some games. And, you know, we'll get you back on the pod, uh, you know, sometime in the future. We'd love having you guys on. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much again for coming in. We really appreciate it. And uh, again, follow us on social media. You can follow us at LAFCS2S. Hit us up by email, chris at LAFCS2S.com or christian at LAFCS2S.com. And also thanks again to our sponsor, Relegation Rebels. You can find them on Instagram at Relegation Rebels. And using our code LAFCS2S, you can get 15% off your purchase. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 